uh, speaking we... about news this week in the paper, it's yes. all about Alastair Clarkson. I've told you, he won't be there next year. Oh, yeah, I didn't make big calls on the show, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's the Oracle. This is where it happens. This is the Oracle talking. So that's that's great that uh, you've come up with that, even though Monkey says he's not going anywhere and he's sort of closer to Clarko than, than yeah, us. Yeah, but, but, look, but look, to be honest, Monkey sits on the bench. Yep. I'm tied, up, to with him. The, I'm tied up with the Giants board. Right, you are. You're um, right. and you, do you, I mean, because I mean, you're the Giants. Yep. Oh, am I talk, reading to, in No, we talk, mate. We talk. We talk. Oh, no, look. No, no, I, I, I can't. Actually, we can't talk about that. There's, there's <laughs> Leon's, going, Leon's there's, getting some wins at the moment. There's one coach we need to speak to. Yes, he's he coming up. He's he's certainly is. He might want it, the job. He might want it, yeah. The big fish. Go to the Hawthorne, the coach. Mm. Uh, Mark Fisher joins us from the Mount Evelyn Footy Club. G'day, Mark. G'day, boys. You uh, interest, you're interested in coaching Hawthorne? Oh, geez, you might have rang the wrong bloke. You might want to talk to Monkey. <laughs> that's, that's, a story that, that's a bigger story than what we've got going on. <laughs> well, no, well, Monkey said that Clarko's not going anywhere, but the Oracle has predicted that uh, Clarko's out. So they need yeah. a coach, the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, you put your hand uh, up? Might be above my pay grade. Right. Be a good job, wouldn't it? It'd be handy. Yeah, a bit of expectation there, though. Yeah, yeah well, I've got a, I was with a mate today, he came to help me pick up a log fire, and he, he asked me to ask you about his son, so you might have uh, take your young ruckman, Ryan Fuchs, over with you. Yeah, geez, what, you've been talking to Johnny? Yeah, been talking to Johnny today. He, he helped me yeah, with a, with a uh, delivery. He's relentless on the social media, too. <laughs> he's a bit relentless. Actually, yeah, you're no, going all right. I tried to find you on social media to give you a crack about a few things, but I couldn't find you. No, I don't have it, mate. I'm uh, on my page, and that's it. Yeah, I'm too old. I was talking to another bloke. Not interested in not interested in what people having for dinner and <laughs> what they look like at the local pub. But Daniel Passingham, he says to talk to you about golf. He says you're a different. You, you play a bit of golf with Jumbo. He must be a 19s coach. Yeah, no, that's Jimbo. Jimbo, and old Jimbo, Jimbo reckons yeah, you're a lot no, more relaxed on the golf course than the footy field. No, we yeah, no, we have it. I had a shoulder replacement three or four years ago, and I've played for about six or seven <laughs> years, and got back into it in November, and and love and life. It's it's an enjoyable game. Frustrating, but it's enjoyable. And are those boys going all right? Ryan's doing well. Yeah, he's a big fella. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a competitive beast. Bit of a workhorse, uh, isn't he? Uh, he started playing footy three years ago, yeah. um, or four years ago. Take out the COVID. He was a basketball boy and he came down um, because his younger brother Lachlan's playing. Yeah. Um, had a run around and in the first year he played, I think he played, it was right on the edge, so I think he played nine senior games, which allowed him, or whatever it was, eight senior games, which allowed him to play the two's uh, finals yeah. um, still. And they won the grand final and he's become addicted, the big fella. He, he loves it. Yeah, he does. He, he's... He does everything. He he told me the other week he's spending way too much money on rehab to get himself up each week. And I won't allow the amounts because his missus might be listening. So uh, <laughs> that out in public good. But no, he's a he's a ripper, the big fella. What about young Paso's boy Riley? Has he put on enough beef yet? He'll be getting knocked around a bit. He's uh he's all skin and bones. Yeah, no, he is. But he's been in the gym and he's actually I think he's taken off shortly um, because I think he's going into the navy. Yeah, Navy. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's having a crap. But no, I said to him over pre-season, I 
I'm not sure what he'd been doing, but he'd been in the gym, but he was double the size when he came back. So And, and actually got a bit of confidence from it and playing some good footy in the 19s. Yeah, that's and he's good. A, a ripping young bloke too. Yeah, that's great. Well, we're talking to Mark Fisher, the coach of the Mount Evelyn Footy Club. Uh, good to get you at a good time, Mark, because you've just come off a 175-point win against Berwick Springs, so that would have been a good result. Yeah, look, it was. As a, you know, I spoke to Rodney, their coach, before and after the game, and um, you know they've, they've set up a senior club from scratch. They're a junior club, and I work over the Roeville Sports Academy, and we got a lot of kids there that play at Berwick Springs in the junior in the junior club, and um, they've set up. So it's a tough gig. I said I admired him because I don't think I could. I don't think I could honestly do that. I don't think I could go to a brand new club and, and try and start it from scratch. So I had an extra 12 months to prepare with the COVID. Um, they lost a couple of blokes they recruited. That would have probably helped them because of the COVID and, and things went on. But um, look, they they play in the right way. They're, they're trying to go the right way. They're playing a lot of kids. But obviously, starting brand new, um, they're going to cop some some whackings and, and I spoke to Rodney about that but it, you know for him and, and I said I looked at the way they go about it I think they're trying to build the right culture um, and that's a big thing at local footy clubs I think you know they'll, they'll they'll cop a little bit but if their boys can hang in and they hung around for a beer afterwards and I went and had a chat to the five or six of them hung around and said you just gotta just gotta hang in and have a crack um, so they'll they'll cop some beatings but hopefully they get one along the way um, they get a win and that then sort of indicates what they're trying to do and um, and gives them a little bit of you know, a glimmer of hope for the year sort of thing. Yeah, and going through the results, I mean, we, we tried to get Michael Gibbons on, but uh, he reclined, or he declined, sorry, not reclined, he declined uh, coming on, which is fair enough. He's not a big radio man, apparently. But uh, he kicked 10, yet not named in the best. So no, he must have had a pretty good team running around. Yeah, no, look, we're... we're We've done a lot in the off-season and it's more around the boys have come to the realisation that they're in a window to maybe, you know, to achieve something that the club hasn't achieved for a while. So they're all very team-orientated and all the cliches and the things you want to throw out. But I spoke to him last night and I'd, I'd heard he'd knocked it back because then Lyle's our secretary, rang me and said, well, Mikey said no, so can you do it? And I said, yeah, no, I'll do it. Um, but that's not his thing. He's, he's happy to go about it, said he gets on the end of a few for some good work up the ground and that starts in the back line and the boys are just playing as a group and if you have a look through the results, you know, each week we've had, you know, a couple of blokes kick bags of sevens and tens and, and it's different and everyone's getting a crack at it at a different time but they're all working together um, to get those results and the individuals know that it's not, it's not them it's the you know the other 21 blokes around them that are helping them get that and, and Mikey's just a pure example of doing that he played a great game um, finished off the work and that's all we ask him to do because that's his role as a forward so you can't knock him but I thought there was a few boys that did some more stuff up and around the ground that um, helped him achieve his 10 goals I, I know Mike sorry was I know Mikey as well I sent him a message I was disappointed he didn't come on but uh I coached Rory Alec Juniors years ago and tried to. Oh, he wanted to come across, and uh, we wanted him to come across. But his old man does a lot for the footy club down there, and I think he was sort of, you know, he, he remained loyal. So good on him. He's a good kid. No, he has. And the biggest thing for the young fella is I had a chat to him halfway through last year and said, You've got too much talent to be playing in the twos, but you need to lose a little bit of weight. 
Yeah. Um, and to his credit, he, he's gone and done that, as have a lot of the boys at the club. Um, and that's been the difference. It's, yeah, it's right been on. the single biggest difference for him. He's always had the talent, um, but he's worked hard. I think he's dropped about nine or ten, um, which is a, a, a massive deal. And he's kept it off, and he's working his bum off. And now he's got a he's got a tank to go with his natural talent, so he can go for a little bit longer, which clearly helps our club. Yeah, Fish, was here. I've got a couple of questions. Just the first one, you, you mentioned the cliches and, and the, the, the team is sort of playing better team footy. And I, I love the fact that that's relative. If you look at, say, a Melbourne, Melbourne are playing a better team footy and now it falls down to the, all the ranks and that's how you go about it. So that's my first question, is that how you see it? And secondly, coaching even local footy, how much time are you putting into it? Because I know it takes a lot of, a lot of your time up. Oh, mate, look at it. The thing about spreading it across the board, I think has always been a philosophy of mine, but it doesn't come to fruition until the players buy in. Um, and across the board, there's just a realisation that we've got the talent, but do we have to rely on individuals or can we do it collectively? And the results have shown at the moment where whatever it is, 5-1, and one. Um, and you know, we led Monbolk at half-time, we got rolled, and, and that's something we haven't been able to do, so that's, that's a challenge for the boys. You know, We haven't been able to beat them. I had a recurring conversation with my father between can't and haven't, and I said, it's not can't, it's haven't, and he said, it's can't. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's the way we go around it, and I said, no, it's haven't, and I spoke to the boys about that, but... Yeah, we've, we've got time to do that. But as I said, it, it's just that they've come back, I think, the year off. And I, I would think if you spoke to any coach from any local club, the the boys missed it that much. And unfortunately, it looks like you know, we might be semi-heading down a similar path at the moment yeah, you know, with what's that. going on outside. But I think they've just come back hungry and given them a greater appreciation of what they've missed out on. Yeah. So as I said, I've had... I reckon I've had six blokes that between them have probably dropped 60 kilos. Jeez. And six or seven blokes have probably dropped 60 kilos within the club because they've come back, they want to have another crack. They actually want to have a real go at it as opposed to maybe a, a sort of half-hearted go at it. Um, and that's been the biggest difference for us. We had probably 40, 40 blokes, 35, 40 blokes consistently train every night over pre-season. Uh, and out of that 35 or 40, it was the 30 same blokes relentlessly. And then there'd be another 10 or 15 that'd make up the other five over a two or three night, you know, every second or third night they'd come. Um, and those blokes now, we're in a, a really, you know, probably envious position that, position that we've only played... 24 blokes this year and I spoke to the boys just last night at training and said and it was a debate because I used the word rotation and they all said dropped but um, we've got to get to a point where some of the boys who are it's playing dropped. two footy need to get a ro- <laughs> yeah no well, I'm still saying it's rotation <laughs> you're just being kind they're not doing anything wrong <laughs> you know, like blokes fight me out this week after 175 point win they haven't done a lot wrong but we just need to get some of the other boys in and and find out going to the back end of the year um, whether they fit or not, you know. So we're we're in a good spot. Previously, it's been, oh, you just pick the best player from the twos that week 
and he'll come in and play and then we'll shift all the pieces around that. Mm. Well, at the moment, where we can area-specific pick. So we can go, right, we need a, you know, we need a, a forward or a high forward or we need a winger yeah. or we need an inside mid or we need a high half-back or we need a key-back. And we can actually go and pick that from the twos at the moment because they're playing good footy. They've all bought in as well. Um, so the, the club's in a pretty good position on and off the field, I must say. Off the field, they're, they're kicking goals as well. Um, but on the field, yeah, we're probably in as good a spot as we've been for a long time. And your number 14, I know that family pretty well as well. How's he going, yeah. Matty Briley? Yeah, well, he's, he's one of those six in the that have locked, dropped the 60 kilos between them. Yeah, um, he'd be a hard nut like same. Todd, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's got a head like a brick. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Todd's a real same. crack. You know, he, he played the first half on the weekend, was outstanding. Um, I asked him to, one of, one of the boys that sort of does a job for us each week, and he got a little knock, so we, we pushed him forward. And I said, Lord, I just want to see if you can actually go and run around with someone. Yeah. And we were, you know, we were, we were well up by that time, so it's not a matter of trying to win a game. It's just to actually see whether he could go and do it. And the, the bloke I pushed him to had three touches in the last quarter. So, you know, to me, he just bought in here, didn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, no worries, Fish, I'll go and do that for you. Yeah. And just, just went ahead and did it. But he's worked his absolute bum off. Um, Good family, mate. He wanted to play midfield. You know, we played him in and around at times. And he said, I want to play midfield. I said, well, if you want to play midfield, mate, you've got to get fit. Yeah. And he's gone away and done that. They got addicted to body fit over the COVID break. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of them. You know, I reckon there's eight or ten of them that go, and it's it's like church for them. You know, they're mad for it. They love it. Um, I think they still all do it now. And as I said, they work their bums off. So they're... Um, it gets you winning, moment, mate. It gets you winning. the reward they deserve. Yep, gets you winning. Yeah, that's right. We're talking yeah. to Mark Fisher, the Mount Evelyn coach. Uh, now, you, you mentioned a couple of times you've, you've lost to Monbolk a couple of weeks ago who are yeah. leading the competition, undefeated. What, did, what was your biggest learning out of that game? Oh, look, I reckon across the board as a group, um, and I'm talking players and coaches, and we try, we really try not to separate. Um, half-time, if you look at the numbers that I care about, we were well ahead, and I'm unfortunately not going to tell you the numbers I care about, but we, we um, the numbers I care about, we look at we're well up at half-time. Yep. Uh, then you look at the second half and all you could have done is just change the heading, Mombolk to Mount Everett, Mount Everett to Mombolk. Right. And it completely switched. So the players got a little bit wrong, went away from what we do well. And as a coaching group, we got a couple of things wrong as well that we learned from. Oh. So, you know, we, we put that in the memory bank, we put in the notes and we'll have a look going forward and, and see whether next time we can, um, we can not let the drop off uh, in the second half that happened. Uh, happen because at some stage we're going to have to beat them. Yeah, well, that's we it. can't get to where we want to go without beating them. So I spoke to Andy after the game, and he's a, he's a ripper. He, you know, he coaches well. Coaches obviously a good club, and they're a strong team. You know, I said to him having a beer. I said, "Well, I'm happy to beat you once this year, <laughs> and I'd like it to be the last, the last one. That's right. So, but, uh, but no, we do. It is something we need to tick off. I don't, I don't shy away from it. It's something we need to tick off, and, and they're really well-schooled, and they, they play a good style, and um, it's just something we've got to work towards. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that, and you're, you're facing Jembrook uh, this weekend. I uh, can't wait for that one because that's second versus third, um, and it seems to be, according to the ladder, 
they are the you, those are the top three teams of this league uh, clearly. I don't know. Officer looks dangerous there. Percentage of two forty six, and they can defend. They've only had two sixty against them. Oh, very good point. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So yeah. there's a top. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's a top yeah, four. I'm not, I'm not sure if we can narrow it down to three yet. Oh, okay. I'm, I'd probably be really happy to have that conversation when we get everyone's played everyone once. Yep. Yeah. But I think at the minute there's a the the way the draw is structured. It's a little bit. Sort of off centre, a little bit lopsided sometimes. So who's officer? Um, who's officer been beaten by? Jeez, uh, you got me on the fly, mate. I, know, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. They look, da- they look dangerous there, mate. Uh, we beat them. I can give you that one. Oh, that's yeah, good. We we that's what we want to hear. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. That, look, I I just think coming up this week, they're I've watched their vision. They're a strong body team. They they rip in at the contest. Um, so, you know, my bikes are going to have to be on and I'll I'll never talk another team down because everyone does things differently and, and they are. They're right up there at the minute. So yeah. regardless of who they've played, regardless of who we play, um, it'll be a great contest. We've got our heritage, well, it's heritage round, so we've got our past players day this weekend. So, we you know, we try and do the right thing when the, the old boys come to the club and have a look and... Um, it's supposed to be a nice day, and as I said, yeah, get down get there, through, listeners. Get yes, down there, local we footy. Through, if we can get through what's what's going on outside our bubble, yes, um, it should be a great day because the weather will be nice. So yeah, if you're driving past Mount Ed, just pull into Tramway, uh, Tramway Road to Gary Martin. Speaking, away we go. Speaking of bubbles, I've got a left to centre one here for you. So yeah, Fiona McAllister, she's the mayor of uh, Yarra Rangers. She's been speaking to Tom Molino, who's the acting premier. And the bubbles, the footy bubbles have been they've been put down to the local level. Yeah. So you've got to go into a footy bubble. You can't right. go and you can't go and uh, bubble up in Mount Evelyn. Where's the bubble going to be out of the other well, eight sides? Well, I reckon we're talking about James Molino and Tom's his nephew, and I had Tom at school, so yeah, I get yeah. those mixed up. That's but, right. Uh, that's all right. We had Tommy over at our school, and he he was up at Wandam, but he's he left now. He's gone somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah I do get them mixed before. up because my daughter went that's to school right. with them. Yeah. yeah, no, that's all right. But I, I think if we were going to do it, you'd probably go as remote as you could. And unfortunately, Jembrook don't have a facility at the moment. So if we're going to have a bubble, it's probably got to be the furthest away from the city because that's where it seems to be, or furthest away from the north. That's where yeah. it seems to be coming from. So... Um, Tents at Hillsville. Might, might be several. Yeah, Hillsville. Yeah, yeah Derek Springs. There's a couple of pubs uh, in Hillsville, and you got the wineries. So good choice. Great choice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we got the dog track next door. Exactly oh, right. Have yeah, fun right. there. Um, good choice. You have a punt. So well, be all right. <laughs> also, just on that fish, another left to centre one. Uh, your phone reception at Mount Evelyn. Uh, yeah. I've got none. Do you get frustrated with the lack of phone they reception? Need a tower. No, well, just put the tower in, boys. You haven't been oh, down in a while. So oh, you're going to be lies. You're coming and watching. You haven't been down. The tower's in. Oh, yes, does in it? In right, right next to the next uh, the netball court. No, I don't know if it's switched on. Is it, does it work? Turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's there, though. It takes up a lot of bloody space, I'll tell you that. So we've been we've been full the last few weeks. Right. We Oz kick in the morning, and then there's the... The netball and the, the women's footy's been going, so we've got traffic in and out the joint. And you, you got to park halfway down to the York to get in, yeah, so, oh, which is a good thing for the club. A good thing for the club. Fantastic, and it's oh, a great nice. footy club. I love it. And the, um, you should have put the tower up on the junior ground down the back there. I think Telstra pay about eighty grand a year to have a tower. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we put it down on the junior ground, though, then where are they going to? 
where are we going to we, we lose our two grounds? Which one of them's only half a grand? The bottom who, one. Who cares? You got eighty grand to spend on players. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you can only use the cap. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So that's not going to help us. Yeah, that is true. Very good, Mark. Hey, Mark, we'll leave it there, buddy. Thanks so much for joining us uh, this uh, uh, this evening, and good luck um, for the rest of the season, mate. We'll stay in touch. Any time, boys. And I did hear just before I started that yep. I'm not sure whether you're wearing pants or not. You run around your underpants on me. <laughs> no, that's my bloody house, mate. He comes out of the shower sometimes, oh, strutting himself around. He's oh, got the clothes on, thank God. Yeah. I miss my footy, all right? I miss my footy oh, in the change rooms. Oh, stuff. he pretends to handball to me. If you ring again, you got your pants on. <laughs> They're always on here, Fish. Don't worry. Good luck, mate. Good See you, buddy. Oh, very good. Mark Fisher there, Matt Evelyn, senior coach of the footy, which is great. Uh, they played Jim Brook Cockatoo this weekend. Huge game, uh, two versus three.